this is the Bedford Blues Podcast. Welcome to the Bedford Blues Podcast. Absolute delight to be here. We would be in the new borough, uh, but actually we're uh, up in the uh, up in the, the, the bar near the Larry Webb Room. What's this bar called? What's, the, what's this one called? Uh, the Eagle Bar. The Eagle Bar, of course, yes. Sponsorship deals all over the place. Sorry <laughs> about that. The Eagle Bar. And uh, alongside me is Will Roberts. Say hello, Will. Hello. And alongside me, two superstars from Goldington Road, uh, Rich Lane and Matt Worley. Good uh, afternoon, chaps. Good, Good afternoon, afternoon. Uh, been, been over to the borough. Is it, is it a nice? Is, it, is it a borough? Is it, is it, is it a, a homely feel? I actually think it's awesome, you know. Um, I've been what, maybe three or four times before lockdown three yeah. or whatever it was. Um, I think the lads have nailed it. So... Um, Couple more pints to be had in the next next week. Is it? Part yeah, open? I think so. Go. Opening soon. Can't can't get can't wait to get in there. Should be good for a, a shindig. I think. Lovely Probably. chicken tenders. Lovely. <laughs> chicken. Yeah. No Straight sauce. in there. There's no Straight sauce there. <laughs> and good well, fries. Yeah. This is what every every good bar needs is uh, a good portion of fries. Oh, uh, yeah. Well, um, we have gathered you here uh, basically to just add to the Bedford Blues podcast. There's lots going on in the show. We are. Uh, speaking to Will Maisie on the golf range, uh, we have got a uh, a, um, a quick fire question round with Ryan Oluwafella. Lots packed in, uh, but I really wanted just to talk to you first and foremost. A little bit of a chat, Matt Worley. How are you? Um, how is this season going? Um, has it? Has it? Has it, it? Have you enjoyed it? I mean, you, you've got a smile on your face at the moment, but I think the moment that might be nerves. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, maybe a smile for the wrong reasons as well at times. Um, it's been all right. <laughs> This season's been good. Um, I think we've had an interesting couple of months. Mm-hmm. Uh, obviously, bonus that rugby has returned. But, um, yeah, I'd say interesting is probably the key word over the last while. Lads finding things to do and stay occupied during the first lockdown and still trying to find things to occupy themselves. But it's been all right. I don't want to go into it too much, but I mean that that has been an issue. That that has been tricky, and 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 getting yourselves, bearing in mind that most of you are incredibly active. You're almost to the point of being obsessed with activity. Uh, getting yourselves organised, Rich Lane, is, is is always difficult when when there's supposedly nothing to do. Yeah, hundred percent. I think sort of exactly that. Lockdown one, it kind of hit everyone that this could go on for a little while. Um, what are we going to do? Are we going to sit on furlough for? Well, I think at first it was three weeks and then obviously month, two months, three months. So I think lads, to be fair to them, were pretty quick at um, looking at things they could do, whether it was, I don't know, I've gone off set, landscape gardening or um, coaching or PTing, like I'm trying to think what everyone's done now. Um, but yeah, I think it's safe to say most boys have covered off most things. Um, and yeah, like you said, just about keeping busy and it's a long old time to sit around and get frustrated about not playing rugby. Um, and obviously a financial loss and that kind of thing. So sort of personally looked at it as a year to, you don't often get a year within a rugby career to try what you're going to do away from rugby, sort of life after rugby, um, and put that much time into it sort of five days a week. Um, so yeah, it looked at it as an opportunity about that. And to be fair, I said it the other week, almost feel a bit guilty considering how the year's gone for the world. But um, it's been quite a good year in a weird way. Let's give him a nod. Uh, you two have been working with the lovely Chris Ash- Ashworth and, and, and making sure people's gardens are, are, are better uh, and, 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 and more landscaped. Uh, t- tell, us, tell us about that and, and, and how the, the world of work, you've adjusted to the world of, of getting up and, and working hard, uh, Matt Worley. 
Yeah, well, I mean, we are called the Bedford Bodgers for a reason. Um, <laughs> now it's been I'm good. Trying to, I'm trying to sell you. I'm trying to get you some oh, business we, here. Well, I'm we're selling ourselves as well. Yeah, Bedford <laughs> Bodgers. If you uh, yeah <laughs> need a patio, we are the guys to call. Um, just don't watch us in the middle of the job. Uh, no, it's been good. Um, I think I could speak on behalf of both of us. We've Chris has massively helped us out, um, and we've thoroughly enjoyed it. Um, having a laugh all the time whilst on the job, um, making a mess all the time as well, and basically just taking the out of each other whilst doing it all. So yeah, it's uh, it's been good to stay busy and kind of learn new things. I've learned less because I realise I'm not as good as as uh, Ricky is, so. Uh, You're just more nervous, I think. Once he tries it, he's actually very good, but he sort of stands back and should I, should I pick up that well, Yeah, I mean, I, I can understand this. I mean, you, you're dealing with some, some quite serious bits of equipment. You know, is there a nail gun floating around? That's what I need to know. It is a very serious business. The, yeah. the nail um, gun is not my favourite. <laughs> I think the late, what was it, a few weeks ago, we were doing a picket fence with a nail gun, and um, Magic was to the other side, about sort of... Just above the height. area, <laughs> below the gut. And this is how we've, we've bonded this last year. He's trusting me with a fully loaded <laughs> nail gun to nail in the picket fence about, <laughs> I don't know. You've got one inch, inch, inch to make. <laughs> so, yeah. Uh, so talk about, you know, sort of danger on the you know, hospital passes on the field. There's, no, there's nothing compared to you know, allowing someone to shoot a nail gun towards your gut. Oh, <laughs> yeah. New levels of yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's what it's about. Uh, William Roberts, you have been busy, haven't you? Uh, you've been scouring the internet, and this is our first game for these two. This is what we're going to do. Tell us what the game involves. Yes, yeah, so I have compiled uh, a multitude of tweets um, from, from back and beyond, uh, from, from various players in the Bedford Blues squad. Um, I, I'm going to read out this tweet, uh, and the, the simple sort of task for you boys is, is to tell me who wrote it. Okay, so here's the first one. Good hour spent catching some waves at St. Ewan's. Hashtag gnarly. Hashtag worst surfer alive. Who do you that, think that's That's either be? me, because I live there. <laughs> <laughs> but is that too obvious to start with me, or is it me? Uh, it's not you, no. Is this a current current blues? Oh, yeah, yeah, sorry, let me explain. They're all current blues. Okay. There may be a couple of coaching staff in there, but okay. they're all part Ooh, of your squad at the moment. Where's, where is it? St. Jersey, Jersey. Oh, same ones. So who's uh, in culture? Same, same ones. You, Razor, Razor Slug, Slug. Who else? That's that's it. But does Slug tweet? I don't know. Sean tweets. Well, you're talking about Sean McCarthy here. Yes. Yeah, just for the just for the people who might I not be in tune with the, uh, the. I think. Well, yeah. If it's not the obvious one, you. Gnarly. Yeah, oh, that's it. I right. would have gone with me straight away. That, I would go with Razor. Go on then. We'll go for Razor. It is Sean McCarthy. Oh, slug! <laughs> Gnarly. 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 <laughs> See, it's a good game, isn't yeah, it? Right, next one. Really. Next one. Uh, bit of David Attenborough to start the new year. Who do you think said that? that? No, it's <laughs> not me. No emotion shown. Yeah, just, uh, that's not, just straight with the facts. Actual, yeah, unfortunately, <laughs> that's not me. David Attenborough. I don't think it's me. No, that's too I think you're both a bit nervous about you, yourselves yeah, coming up on this. I, I, I know one. I, I made one tweet. Oh, that, whatever. <laughs> that one, tweet, one tweet that, that has has stuck since. So okay. I'll, if that one comes up, then I have seen it. Okay. Okay. But who, who's a big David Attenborough fan? I don't know. Who? Should we nail it down a position? Should yeah. we give him a position? Yeah, he plays in the back row. I was going to say Cousin. When Cousin gets hooked on an idea and something he will 
watch all. But then David Attenborough is a little Could bit be okay, though, too it? interesting for Kazo and informative. Or Saints. See, we haven't had as much bonding with Saints because no socials, so it's hard to know. Is Tui a secret Attenborough fan? That could be, could be. Are oh. we wrong with Sonal? Final answer. Let's go, Kazo. Kazo? Ollie Curry? It is Joe Atkinson. Oh, you were close. You, you were close. close. No JCB in it, I thought. <laughs> <laughs> this next one. Thank God it's over. Now I can finally take advantage of all the benefits of having an A-level in it. Hashtag A-level drama. Hashtag beef. I didn't get many A-levels. So <laughs> I didn't do drama. Beef. Who's got A-level drama? I feel like Harry Paul could be a dark horse of drama. The only person I know that uses the word beef <laughs> is Corey, because his PS4 username is the Beefy Barrel. Oh, that could be a hell of a shout. That's a record insult. <laughs> yeah, that, that is that's a great unpicking. That is a really good not unpicking. On the tools, See, that's why you cord. play cod, girls. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so is that your answer? Mm, I don't know. Yeah, back yourself. Go on, yeah, Corey. Might as well go to Corey. It's two euro. Oh. Oh. We are doing well. <laughs> we are doing well. <laughs> this is what we, we need more of this. Obviously, you need more bonding going on. Okay. He's got a drama A level. Next one. Have been forced to watch my first hashtag Made in Chelsea. Not gonna lie, got quite involved in it, but still not keen. Hashtag Never Again. Okay, well I disagree. So I love Made in Chelsea. <laughs> <laughs> Never seen. Favorite, um, uh, favorite, favorite character of Made in Chelsea. Oh, it depends on the season. I think Sam Thompson's right up there for me. Just watching his growth throughout the years. Um, really oh growing up. Oh, this is turning into his own program. <laughs> and now he's just actually hilarious on TikTok. Yeah, and social. Um, Please, we have that once more. Sorry. Yeah. I've been forced to watch my first hashtag made in Chelsea. Not going to lie. Quite got quite involved in it, but still not keen. Hashtag never again. So forced to watch. So he's obviously got, he got another yes, half one, making yeah, him do that. One. So who loves going Chelsea? Can we have another um, position? Type five, middle five, back five. Sort of narrow it down. Type five. Type five. Oh, type five. Sean's already done. Tree. Oh, it could be tree. Will, Will Carrick Smith. I'll just fill yeah, people sorry, in sorry, on the on the, God, uh, on the names. Names. so cool. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we want it snappy. Will Carrick Smith. Go on. Uh, Jacob Fields. Oh, <laughs> forced. What a lie. <laughs> it's just uh, that we were forced to watch Keeping Up with the Kardashians last week. Yeah, <laughs> watch the whole series. Forced again. That classic with graphics. Yeah. Next one. James Bond, Skyfall, what a film. Have the sudden urge to blow some stuff up and act all secret agent like now. <laughs> that is like an Ollie Curry, isn't it? That, yeah. Straight in, cousin. Yeah, Straight cousin? yeah agree. No. It's, it's you, Rich Lane. <laughs> <laughs> no! Blow some things up. <laughs> read that again. That's a great tweet. Read it again. What's the date? <laughs> uh, two, yes, two weeks yes, ago. Yes. <laughs> James Bond, Skyfall. What a film. Have the sudden urge to blow some stuff up and act all secret agent-like now. Right, so, but there's a, reven- there's, a, there's a revelation there. You, yeah. you, you, and, you and Ollie Curry, obviously. You know, spontaneous you're moving- skies. Yeah, yeah. yeah, absolutely. See it, say it, do it. Okay, give us, give us another one. Okay. Massive reminder, don't come on Twitter during an international full of qualified refs and breakdown experts. Alex Ray. Oh! oh yeah, that is bang on. He loves a tweet like that. <laughs> that is bang on. Yes, there it is. Okay, next one. Why is every woman and their dog doing Instagram giveaways? Who's digging at influencers? 
No, no, no. <laughs> not, me, not, me. not me for one. Although that one tweet was very influential. <laughs> okay, yeah. Um, Who doesn't like influencers? Is it? Is it? Is it? Is this a? Is this a new, new Northampton boy? Saints boy. Yeah. Uh, okay. oh, this makes it even harder. Can you down. narrow it down to position? We only talk to each other through masks these days. <laughs> um, uh, plays in the backs. Let's go. Think about Ruben. Might just sit, chill out in the evening, get a bit rattled by influencers. That sounds like a very angry tweet. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe they save their anger for social media. Maybe they're, as you say, chilled out the rest of the time and, they, and just they, they vent. Yeah. Let's go for uh, Ryan. Let's go for Ryan Olafella. You were so close. Was it was <laughs> Ruben. Oh, back yourselves. Oh, I agree, Ruben. Outrageous. Okay, and uh, we'll go with final one. Great afternoon of crazy golf. Went horribly wrong on the 15th hole. Hashtag bottle job. This is me again. <laughs> yeah, it is. <laughs> Shock, I can't what, what did go wrong on the 15th hole, Rich? Remember this? What year was this? 2012. Golf. Oh, hell of a year. <laughs> Oh, uh, we saw this picture, weren't you? You were playing with... Picture to a company. Oh, yeah. Who, who's, who's in that picture, Richard? Freddie Clark and Ben Mosses. That okay. is, fun fact, my girlfriend's dad co-owns that golf course. So I actually know the course like the back of my hand. Um, Just not that 15th. Well, I'm known for being at least three putting or green, so I, I can get to the green and then normally minimum three putts I'm happy with. Um, yeah. See, there you go. We learned a little bit more about That's you. Brilliant. Learned a bit more about your your your. I was going to say classmates. They're not classmates, are they? <laughs> Teammates. Colleagues. <laughs> we didn't do very well. Is that one? <laughs> <laughs> okay. Right, Sam Roberts up at Bedfordshire Golf Club, um, and uh, and as I trip out on a lovely early spring afternoon, I, I find amongst the golfing range bays a young Bedford Blues player by the name of Will Maisie. Good afternoon, Will. How are you? Good afternoon, Sam. I'm actually really, really good today. Um, feeling very good with this nice... Uh, is it sunny? I don't know if it's sunny or not. It's, there's clouds, but there's sun trying to get through, I think. And, and a golfing range. Now, you reassure me that you have played, not for a long time, but you do play. And I know golf is a big sport for rugby players. You do like getting out and enjoying yourselves on the links. Yeah, absolutely. Um, I especially enjoy it when it's nice and sunny and, and the golf is going well. Um, there's our, there are times where I absolutely hate, hate the sport. But, um, I think... Hopefully today you might see some nice shots, but in fact, no, every shot's going to be nice. Just, just trust me on that one. We're on a podcast. They will not see anything. We will only, we'll only be down to you. Now, the first thing that strikes me as I come up, I find you with a bucket of balls. I find you with your clubs. Now, I have noticed that um, on the rugby field, you, you're a left-footed kicker. Is that correct? Yes. Yeah. So I was expecting you to be a left-handed golfer, but you're not. You're right-handed. Talk us through that. Why, surely you've tried it both ways, no? Um, I can do a little bit of kicking my right foot, but I can't, do, I can't even write with my right hand. So... Um... Yeah, I don't, know, I don't know where I began becoming left-footed. It's just always been natural. Um, I do try and keep with my right foot occasionally, but it just, just goes nowhere. It's got no power in that way. So. Oh, and what about golf? How, when, did this start, when did golf start for you? How, how old were you? Uh, so I think I started... I was at primary school and we had a leaflet come around saying that um, there's golf lessons to be had for, for the youngsters. So me and one of my friends, we decided we'd give it a go. And probably since the age of about nine or ten, I think I've been playing, so... Um, hasn't improved very, very much since, but... <laughs> Come on then, give, give us a hit. Uh, first things first, on a range, I mean, what, what's the first club you go for? What always have you picked start, out? Always start with my wedge. Um, yeah. It's probably the easiest club to swing. Um, 
don't want to go straight in with the driver because I'll probably be knocking it over the fence on the right hand side. <laughs> big, big heavy fade. Never want to start with that. Go on then, give us, give us a whack. Uh, you're under pressure here. There's a lot of pressure here. Just me watching. A little bit fit, a little bit thin. <laughs> well, don't don't reveal anything. Don't reveal too much. Um, do you sort of get a, a chance to play golf? Is it sort of like in pockets? Do you find yourself with with rugby and training and all of that? Suddenly, it's golf, a lot of golf, and then not very much golf. Is that how it works for a professional rugby player, as it were? Yeah, absolutely. I think when the season starts and your your body's a bit achy, um, especially the big guys. I mean, going through the scrums, if they can't be swinging a club, they can't really bend over, let alone swing the club. So. Uh, it does come sort of, sort of towards the end of the season when the sun comes out a bit. I think a lot of the guys will find themselves on the course just to relax, uh, get away from the sport, get away from rugby a little bit. Just, uh, just yeah, it's just nice to be out and about. And how competitive is it? For me, always, always competitive. Whatever I'm doing, have to win. Um, but yeah, I think it's always going to be competitive. Um, yeah, like I say, when it comes to me, I'll, I'll be competitive doing anything. So, <laughs> well, go on, give us another way. We need to start getting like, so, so, talk to me also about obviously one of your responsibilities for Bedford Blues, and you've, you've done it pretty well so far, is to, is to kick at goal. This sport, golf, it strikes me as there may be similarities. Are there any? Uh, I think there are similarities because with kicking, every single, every single time you, you step at the ball, you've got to try and replicate the same thing. Um, so, I guess with when you're putting, especially like your form, everything, the swing's got to be the same. Uh, with golf, there are there can be times where you want to try and fade around the trees if, you, if you're good enough. Me, that's what happens naturally anyway. Uh, normally into the trees, but um, but no, yeah, there are there are some similarities. Um, you always got to be focused on hitting the target pretty much, and, and that's the same with rugby, with goal kicking. Have you got a routine in goal kicking? Do you have do you have a set routine? Has it changed over the years? Uh, it has changed actually. Um, used to be, um, I used to do four sets back and four sets to the right, and then it'd be a step back and a step across before I run forward, which was a bit too much, I think, so I tried to cut that one down. Uh, and now it's, uh, it's still four steps back and four steps to the right, but uh, it's more just fluid, being fluid towards the ball after that, so just running straight towards the ball instead of doing these steps to the right, step to the left, and things like that so go on give us give us another hit and but how long before you get some of the bigger stuff out you know the 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 the, the seven iron the five iron the driver well that was a nice connection yes. that, that, that looked good on the yeah. podcast yeah that was really nice actually oh it's dropped two yards away from the flag as well <laughs> wow <laughs> uh, what it's a bit breezy at the moment talk to us about sort of dealing with the wind as a goal kicker and things like that does the, the, does does that come into it how much of your of your psyche comes 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 into play when when the wind is up uh, I mean, the wind is always a factor in rugby. It's one of the worst things about sport, I think, playing outdoors is the wind. Um, it can ruin, ruin your hair in times of COVID when your hair's flopping all over the place and getting in your eyes. Uh, it's also, it's, it's definitely on your mind when, when you step into the ball and, and you're seeing the flags going all over the place and, and it's just trying to be mindful of sort of how far across the post you want to try and aim it. Um, for me, I always want to try and stay inside the post and then if it's, if it's a good enough connection, the wind shouldn't normally take it too far. Um, there will be times where you're playing into a gale that you just, it's a lottery when you're out wide, so you may as well just hit it as hard as you can and hope. Um, which is similar to when Amptil, Amptil on the uh, first pre-season game where it was just so windy, it's such an open field, and it's just an absolute lottery when you're on the touchline trying to kick, kick for goals. So um, it's definitely something that stays on your mind.
What are you thinking about when you hit the ball on, on, the, on the golf? A similar sort of thing? What, what are your processes? Are you um, a grip it and rip it man? <laughs> are you all, all touch and feel? I'm more of a touch and feel. I'm a bit better around, around the green as opposed to from the tee. Um, so anything from between 100 yards, I'm normally all right. Uh, when I'm trying to, trying to smash a drive, I'm not the biggest hitter, especially coming against some of the lads at the club who hit it absolutely miles. Um, you've got to try and find other ways to beat them, so trying to get, stay nice, st uh, straight and true is, is my form at the moment, that's what I'm going for. Obviously, uh, I, I'm aware of your, your career to date, but where did rugby start for you? Uh, it actually started at Kenilworth Rugby Club uh, as a mini and junior. Um, I was five, I think. I went along with my brother, my older brother. Um, He's two years older than me, so I went and joined with him. So I played for his with his mates and uh, that for a few years before dropping down a couple of years. That um, helps, doesn't it, having an older brother? I mean, you, you're joking aside. That there is an element of, and you see it a lot with people sort of who, who are successful within the game. They're successful because older siblings have kind of pulled them into position. Uh, yeah, definitely. I mean, I've, I've got two older brothers and an older sister, and both uh, brothers played rugby. Um, Chris, the oldest one, uh, he actually played for Coventry as well uh, when he was young, 18, 19. Uh, Rob played rugby most of his life until he went into the army uh, and still plays a little bit now with them, but um, just sort of socially. Um, but yeah, it's always good because obviously I was a couple of years younger than them. And my oldest brother, Chris, is a lot like 10, 12 years older than me now. Um, so it's sort of uh, having to find my feet with the big, big brothers. That's how it started in the garden, getting bit, beaten around. Uh, not for six a couple of times, but I mean, it helps. It, it definitely it helps. It does. Guys. I mean, you're, you're smiling about it now, but it, it kind of does. It makes you a little bit tougher and a little bit, you know, sort of used to losing. I know that sounds a strange thing to say, but 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 in a way, that's that's what professional sport often is about. Not you know, the, the winning is the easy bit, but but getting through it. And did you feel that a little bit growing up? Yeah, definitely. I mean, um, obviously they were a lot bigger than me when I was younger. Um, in fact, that's probably one of my things now. I'm not the biggest, not the biggest guy on the field. Um, so it's being a bit smarter, isn't it? Been trying to find ways to, to get into their skin and, and beat them in different ways. So I had to learn that very quickly from a young age with those two around. Um, and I think it's helped. It's put me in good stead. Go on, then hit another one. It's real pressure golf, this is. <laughs> it's quite windy. It's, it's quite windy up there, isn't it? Yeah. 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 So from, from Kenilworth, where, where did you end up after that? Um, so I went from Kenilworth, uh, made my first team debut when I was 17. Uh, I think I played two or three games in that year and they were in Na National 3, I think, at the time. Uh, and then had a chance to play for the Coventry Nighthawks and played against, I think it was against the Army. Um, played... Uh, Played about a half, 40 minutes for them. And then they asked me if I wanted to come along to pre-season the next year. Um, I obviously was delighted by her in that one at the time and uh, seemed like a really good player. my local club, my brother played for them. Uh, my dad's cousin Simon's played a lot of times for, for Coventry Rugby. Um, so got the invite to go to pre-season and, and went there. What were the other things going on in your life? What are the other options that, that may, have a, may have been available to Will Mason? Uh, so I actually went to Harbury College. Um, and got a, a scholarship to be on their ACE scheme. Um, and I was playing with the likes of Dan Robson, uh, Ryan Mills, Elliot Stook, Billy Burns. There's, there's a lot of uh, 
great players at the time. Um, so I was, I was actually playing centre. Dan Robson was my 10. Um, so learning with guys like that is, is great. And, and uh, I actually played one game for Gloucester Academy against England under 18s, I think it was, or under 16s. When I was 17, and, and that was a great experience. And, and, um, and yeah, I was still training with Coventry at the time, I was doing all, all of it. Um, so that was sort of the options, just Hyper College and then, and then Coventry. I mean, it's, a, it's an incredible um, setup down there. I've, I've been down there a couple of times. It's, it's a mass, a sprawling mass of all sorts of different directions. Were there, were there anything other than rugby? Was, was rugby the only thing in your mind or were there other things in, in, in play? Oh, I mean, I've played pretty much every sport possible. I've tried everything, um, which, I, which I would advise to anyone go and try everything because you never know what you might enjoy. I always wanted to be a footballer, really. Um, always wanted to play for Arsenal. Um, <laughs> that was my dream. Um, but when I got to, I'm trying to think how old I was, must have been like 13, 14, um, things started happening better in the rugby. Uh, I was playing for Warwickshire County and went uh, Charles for Midlands and uh, obviously the Hartbury thing came about. So it was kind of a decision to... I don't know if I'd have ever got anywhere with football. You never know, but um, I mean, it's a lot. Do you, tougher. do you still do you still watch it on the TV and think? Oh, oh yeah, could have been. <laughs> I don't know about that, but I still I, I go to Arsenal, I go to the Emirates quite a lot um, when it was allowed, um, and uh, just go there and just wish that oh, God that could have been. Imagine, just imagine. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Come on, have another smack. I'll let you do it. You haven't been here. Uh, the Blues terribly long um, and you probably haven't seen everyone's golf game but, but who should we be worried about from a golf point of view as far as the Blues are concerned? Um, I actually did the Bedford Golf Day uh, just after the first lockdown and uh, I was partnered with uh, Mikey Rare, uh, A. Ray and Jim McClacken, the um, SSC and um, surprisingly they're actually pr- pretty good they all had different uh, assets they were better at although Jim looked like he'd never hit a club before uh, never swung a club before in his life so... <laughs> It was, a, it, was a, it was quite funny watching him try and get the ball off the ground first. But, um, but now I've heard that um, James Lennon is jiffy, is a very good golfer. That's what I'm hearing. Uh, I've yet to see it, so I'm hoping to, to give him a go. But I've heard he's very, very good. Ray has still got it, hasn't he? He's not bad, you know. He's, uh, he's a steady golfer, but he's, he's not bad. I think you've got to say that on the club podcast. You can't say yeah, anything oh, other. Oh, he's brilliant. He's brilliant. <laughs> <laughs> Played a huge amount of games for, for Coventry in your career, a large amount of points. It's, it's a club that, from a Bedford Blues point of view, has always been a part of, of the championship setup as far as we're concerned, in, in a sense. Um, you, you obviously recognise that and must have really enjoyed your time within, within that fold. It's a, it's a proper, rich rugby seam of England, isn't it? A lot of the, the sort of Coventry Mile, it reminds me of Bedford from being at Bedford for a short time now. Um, there's a lot of similarities with the support they get. Um, with the, the history, the rich history of both clubs. Um, yeah, I mean, Cole's a great, it was a great place for me to go. It was a hometown for me, the home club. So I um, yeah, thoroughly enjoyed it. It was, it was a great time uh, to be there, getting promoted as well. It was amazing because um, they always used to call themselves the Sleeping Giants. So, I mean, I wasn't old enough to see them in their prime, but I've heard a lot of stories from a lot of supporters yeah, yeah. of how big the club used to be. So. I mean, it was lovely to see them back in the championship. But as regards um, 
the championship and where it finds itself. A lot of people talking about it. You've experienced it. From from your point of view, from your words, just how vital is championship rugby? Yeah, personally, I think it's it's a great league uh, with so many talented players. Um, I mean, I've played with players that have gone to do some great things in the in the Premiership, and I've played with players that are still in Championship now. And and honestly, there is nothing between them. If anything, I mean, there's guys in the Championship that probably better than some of the guys I've seen go to the Premiership and, and, and carve it up. So um, it's a fantastic league. Um, it's it's so vital to how England rugby, you know should be going, should be progressing. Um, and I think if they, if they did fund it properly, I think you'd see large improvements in the, in the national side as well. How have you found uh, this super condensed season? This sort of almost hit the ground running, keep on going week after week. It's, it's a funny one, you know, um, I don't think there's any secret. Bedford are, uh, are part-time, you're, you're having to work extra hard to sort of bring everyone together. There's no opportunities within COVID to bring everyone together off the field. How, how has it been going, do you think? And, and, and what are the positives that we can, we can cling on to at the moment? Um, I mean, it's been it's been difficult because well, throughout the whole of the first couple of lockdowns, we had no idea what when it was going to start, if it was going to start. So much speculation going around of, I mean, are we even going to play? Are we going to be allowed? Um, so it's hard to keep yourself motivated. But we we had a group um, that, that were training the whole time, Tuesday, Thursday nights, and having a lot of fun. And, and that's what it's been. It's just been a lot of fun. Um, you can see a lot of the time the smiles on faces when we're playing and. And we are we are doing some good stuff. I mean, I think there's a lot a lot for us, a lot more to come from us. Um, and it's a shame we can't be with each other longer because I think I think we'd really see some some exciting rugby, a really exciting brand of rugby if we uh, just had that little bit more time to to connect. In pockets, it's been extraordinary, you know. And the try of the week, Bedford certainly uh, producing some really sparkling moments. And and this backline must be pretty exciting to be some very young, exciting talent. And if you can organise them and get them into running the right patterns, it's. Uh, well, it's, it's anyone's guess, isn't it? Yeah, exactly. And uh, I mean, there's a group of guys there that could probably produce anything from absolutely nothing. So it's nice being a 10 and you go, oh, which one wants it this time? So you just give it to him and he goes and does something special. And then you go, oh, is it your turn? And it, Rich Lane goes and does something special. Oh, Matt Wally, oh, here you go, mate. You go and do something special. It's, it's quite a nice nice feeling having that as a 10. Um, and, uh, and yeah, you can see from the tries that we're scoring. Um, the one um, we scored last week was, was exceptional. Both were exceptional. And, uh, if we can produce that a bit more often, I think we've been a really good place. Let's talk about the elephant in the room this weekend, Saracens. What do you reckon? I mean, it's a difficult one uh, to go to Saracens, n- not least, but but also you know they 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 are a very very good side. What are you looking for from a performance from the Blues? Um, I mean, I want to see us compete. I think we what we've got to lose, we've got absolutely nothing to lose. Hopefully, they'll go full strength and have all their internationals there. I think that's what we're all hoping for. Um, what better way to play, get for a game than playing against England's captain and Maratone and all these all these big names? Let's go and test us out and see how far we really are off off that with the, the elites, if, if you like. Um, so for for us, I hope we can, can compete and get really stuck into them and, and just just try and stick our brand of rugby onto them and see how they deal with it. And, and as regards uh, performances, a particular thing off the back of last week. Uh, We've had a, a funny old Easter weekend break. What are you looking for from from, from the Blues to to, to, to to put on the game? Uh, well, we're gonna we're gonna be Bedford Blues as we normally are, and we're gonna play an expansive uh, game of rugby, and we're gonna try and score some some excellent tries out wide, and, and really just keep the ball in hand for a long a long period of time, and, and see how Saracens can deal with it. Um, 
I know they'll they'll like to kick the game, kick a lot in the game. So um, we've got probably one of the best back threes in the league to deal with that. So um, I'm really hoping that if we can get enough ball, we'll we'll be able to do some exciting stuff with it. Um, let's see if we can we can get some some scores in the corners. It's been really good speaking to you. Thank you, Will. Um, good luck uh, for the remainder of the season. Uh, we'll be with you in uh, in more ways than one, uh, and um, we're going to go out on a high. You're going to hit an absolute cracker down the centre of the fairway. Okay, off we go. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> Here we go. What's this driver? Does she, does she have a name, the driver? <laughs> well, she hasn't. Shall we name her? <laughs> <laughs> what, what you put? It's a Titleist. It's, it's a bit. It's got a gold sort of. Yeah. It looks. It looks good. Is it good? Um, it can be good sometimes. Depends how I'm feeling. Uh, today it feels really good. Um, oh, okay. Here we go. Here we go. Three hundred yards down the centre. Dead straight. <laughs> slight draw. I'm feeling it. Oh, it's gone over the fence, I think. <laughs> wow, we. Hi, Ryan fellow here. This next se section is the uh, quickfire questions. Summarise both the Blues in one sentence. Uh, class, the boys love to play. Up the slope or down the slope? Down the slope. Earliest rugby memory? Um, probably having a one-on-one -on -one coaching lesson with Jordan Murphy. One piece of advice for an aspiring rugby player? Um, just get out on the pitch as much as you can. Um, the more you play, the better you'll be, and just enjoy it. Favourite thing to do away from rugby? Uh, play Warzone with the boys. Secret party trick? Um, send my twin brother there and not me. Where do you see yourself in five years' time? Um, still playing rugby. Don't know where though. And finally, Golden to Road or Franklin's Garden? Franklin Gardens. Uh, right, next game. So this, this game is basically 2v2. It's you two versus us two. Uh, and your job is to try and score as many points as you possibly can. Uh, Will has five questions. I have five questions. You can choose. You're going to field them individually. You can choose who you, to a point, obviously, who you get them from. Uh, but obviously, ultimately, it ends up with us all eat, uh, asking ten questions. But So we can start off and, and you can do it. You've got to do it individually. Um, the questions could be a little bit left field. And we're going to score you. Three point, two point, or one point, depending on how well we think that you answer. So we will confer. And your objective is to try and score fifteen points each, or thirty points as a total. Ready to play? Comedy or just yeah. roll with it? I, I'm looking for inventiveness. For I'm looking. I'm only. looking for I, I'm <laughs> straight looking, facts. <laughs> I'm looking for interest. Okay. okay. Uh, let's go with you, uh, Matt Wally. Who do you want to pick, me or Will? I'll start off with you. you start off with me. Okay. Uh, good, because this question is to you. <laughs> oh, uh, who came up with the nickname Magic, and can you actually do any <laughs> magic? This is a good one to tell, honestly, because it's a crazy one. Well, yeah. Um, referring back to the last game, I thought that would be the, the tweet that came up. Uh, I actually kind of nicknamed myself, funnily <laughs> enough. Um, oh, so you're like the Paul Ince, the governor of uh, Beverly, give yourself yeah, the, the nickname. Well, yeah, well... <laughs> <laughs> like I have had a few dodgy nicknames in my past. Um, probably not PG to repeat. No, okay. Um, but yeah, I made a silly tweet. Uh, I think it was 17 seconds into a clip, and uh, I said, "Follow for a little bit of magic." And uh, skip, skip to 17 yeah, seconds it's, for it's, a bit of magic. It's oh. come back to bite me a little bit. Well, like so, I said, I've had bad nicknames, and that's actually quite a good one. It's stuck. So. Um, am, am I reading into this that it was a bit of self-promotion? Oh, yeah, 100%. Yeah. Lovely. Yeah. I like that. I, I yeah. like backing yourself. I like yeah. that. 
exactly. You need to every now and then. <laughs> Someone's got to. <laughs> no one was, so someone uh, had to. Second part of the question: Can you do any genuine? I mean, uh, can you do any genuine magic? I mean, oh, no. We, no, 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 okay, not at all. Uh, score one pointer, two pointer, or the full, you know, twenty yard three pointer. I mean, that three, was, three quite, was, quite was quite open. It was quite open. I think it's. I think there. it's a nice, steady two point start. Yeah, yeah. two points. No start. actual magic. Okay. Keep I'll keep keep a tally two. on the yeah. on the score. Two points. I'll take two. Uh, <laughs> Lena, who are you going with? Karma. Go for it. Okay, Lena. Why does petrol smell so good, even though it's oh so harmful? This is very true. It <laughs> smells delicious. <laughs> Maybe if we didn't get into landscaping, I'd fill up people's cars just to get a whiff of it. Um, harmful, yeah, it kills grass. Fun fact for any grass cars out there. Um, um, you always want what you can't have. Nice. So petrol smelling delicious, but you know you can't have it, is exactly that. Nice. nice. I like that. I like that. Yeah, I like that. But he, took a, he took a while to sort of come yeah. up with that, yeah. though. Lots of sort of... of yeah. Is, is his feet just over the over the line? Went for three pointer, but ended up with two points. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. I like that. <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's fair. Uh, you could switch lanes, uh, Matt. You can. Yeah, you're going to switch. That. Yeah. <laughs> you were scared of my yeah, question. Yeah, yeah, okay, yeah. That's throwing me off. <laughs> <laughs> Matt, be honest. Have you got TikTok? Yes. <laughs> and it consumes a lot of my day <laughs> when I'm not working. Obviously, oh, I'm <laughs> always working hard. Oh. Yeah. Chris probably listens on that. Yeah. Um, Chris is on TikTok actually. <laughs> <laughs> You're not seen on the Tools TV. You'll probably see us. Um, yeah, I I have it and I'm always on it. Okay, that's that's, that's again they're safe. It might even be a layup that yeah. might just yeah. be a little one point boring. layup. Boring. Yeah, <laughs> it was <quite> boring. <laughs> okay. Uh, <laughs> Lena. Yeah, Lena. Lena. Uh, yes, Sam. Oh, you were going to go me. Okay. Please, yes. uh, have you ever built anything out of Lego? If so, what? Multiple things. Okay, so yeah. Lego is a big part of your life. Uh, I'd say I think everyone has a phase. Um, went to Legoland, hell of a trip. Um, yeah, what have I built out of Lego? What's the best thing you built out of Lego? Uh, um, a really, really massive castle, uh, multicolored. Glued them all together, stood up for about a year. <laughs> Sorry, glued them? <laughs> glued them all together? I'll knock it down and it's glued together, can you? Come on, glue Lego together? What are you doing? Defeats the pearls. No, it's the same way you glue a slab before you lay it. It doesn't come apart. Steel rods. Yeah, exactly. Oh my god. Wow, you were going well right up to the point where you said you'd glued stuff yeah, together. No point. Oh my goodness. <laughs> oh, uh, Lego are turning in their collective From a young brave. Age, I was destined to be a <laughs> Uh, I like it. I, again, another two, two points, safe two points. I haven't Thank quite you. got there. Uh, <laughs> Matt, who are you yeah, going for? I'll go with you this time. Okay, what's your favourite sandwich? Nice and easy. What's your favourite oh, sandwich? Oh, what a question. <laughs> Can I go back to Will, please? <laughs> no, um, what's your favourite? No, and I don't want, I, I literally want the one that if it was your last lunch and you had to have it <laughs> served to you, uh, what do you put in your sandwich? You're in control of it. You can put anything you want in your sandwich. What's your favourite sandwich? This is, su- this is such a revelatory question. No. It makes you go yummy. <laughs> <laughs> go on. Well, I have to every time. What I did eat. you have yesterday for lunch? I had a bacon sandwich. Oh, no, the day before. Probably another bacon sandwich. <laughs> oh, no. no, you're lying. Uh, <laughs> Sliced beef, mate. <laughs> hey, it's not even that bad. It's, <laughs> it's lovely. Um, it wouldn't be what I had for lunch most days. Um, it'd probably yeah, be either a triple stacked sausage with bacon sandwich, but no butter, obviously. So on white bread. Any sauce with that? 
Um, if I was feeling crazy one day, but no, not me. No, crazy one day. <laughs> this is luck. Yeah, no, no, no sauce for me. No just sauce. Straight Salt and pepper. Bread. No. Sandwich. Well, I don't know. I'm just trying to. I'm just trying to make it interesting. Uh, no. People, people have come for a big sandwich. Interesting. You've got. You've is got that not me? It is. It's very water. interesting. <laughs> okay. Um, uh, I'm triple stack. Just quite <laughs> not. Triple stack. You're so risky. <laughs> that that is one of the most boring, interesting sandwiches I've ever seen. So uh, two points. Yes. Uh, thank you very much indeed, Rich Lane. Uh, well, God. Rich, what's the smartest thing you have ever done? Oh. Um, recruited Matt Worley <laughs> to help me on the tools. That is the best decision you've ever made. That's three points, thank you. I don't care no, I'm going to give you three points. <laughs> okay, uh, yeah, that was a lovely three points. Nice and succinct, I liked Thanks, it. Guys. I like the honesty as yeah. well. That's really, really good. Uh, <laughs> you don't tell me that every day. <laughs> Matt Ward, we've got two questions left. What do you want? Uh, Will, please. Matt, how long is too long to spend in the shower? Oh, God, that's a tricky one. Um, well, I don't really know, actually, because... You don't shower? <laughs> I'm more of a bath guy. Are you? Yeah, okay. so recently, quite a few of us on the tools, we've had a couple of strenuous days, and nice. not together, but... At the same time, Wouldn't we have. Wouldn't be weird if it was. Yeah, <laughs> at the it's same time, cool. we have uh, we we've, we've bathed at the same time. We bathed, sorry, at the same time, um, and we sent photos of each other in the bath <laughs> on our little WhatsApp group. The Bodgers bubble bath, bubble bath. Yeah, obviously covering. Them. Okay, this has gone slightly weird. Us, oh. <laughs> Chris, <laughs> magic. All with our, our little inflatable rubber duckies. Positioned correctly. Yes. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Yeah, and you've just had a tough day. You know, there's nothing better than a bath. So, so and, and the, how... And time. You, when you get wrinkles, I guess. But <laughs> so you trust, trust your body clock there. Yeah, well... I <laughs> when you know, you know. Yeah, yeah. That is, <laughs> when you know, you know. Exactly that, yes. <laughs> That's a three-point answer for me. Yeah, three three answer. Answer. Uh, Rich Lane, over to you. Sam, hit me. Uh, name a current England rugby player who you reckon you could beat at table tennis. Oh, table tennis. You play a lot of that at boarding school, actually. I've been beaten many a times. Um, current current player. Ask any of Saracens players this week. Yeah, should I, on the pitch, I'm like, I yeah. really like a table tennis. <laughs> Fast, what's your forehand like? Forearm. Forehand? Forehand, no, I like it. Yeah, forehand. Yeah. Four, um, four, four forward paddle. Yeah, whatever exactly. it's called. <laughs> you should actually know. We'll leave that. Um, let's go Anthony Watson. Really? I feel like I've played against him at Bath before. I um, table tennis. I mean, yeah, there's, it's a good team room there. Um, yeah, I back my cross court forehand. Nice. Against many men. Nice. Backhand less so. What about women? Um, yeah, again, <laughs> probably even or even worse against women. <laughs> um, uh, solid. I, I, would, I didn't think you'd go for that. I thought you'd. I thought you'd go into the forwards. I thought you'd find a lumbering forward to, See, to, quite, to dominate the court, though, don't they? Yeah, they're, they're bigger. So. Yeah. Good range, they, good no reach. And if you'd been, they'd turn the table over and get very angry. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> uh, two points, uh, Rich Lane, fair enough. Go on. Matt, you're stuck with me, aren't you? Yeah. Um, um, I've, there's, there's one more. I've got one more. Have you got one more? Yeah, so you could choose. Oh, okay, choose. man. Well, let's get all that. I'll go with Sam. Yeah, there we go. Uh, do you own an item of clothing that wasn't originally yours? And if so, whose was it and when did you acquire it? 
give it back to Cheyenne. <laughs> um, oh, I'm, I'm not one to name drop, but I, uh, I've got Dan Carter's jumper at my parents' house. Have you? That is a flex. Yeah. Wow. How, sorry, how, well, how the did humble, this? The humble player. Yeah. Uh, is this? Is this? How is this? I'm thinking. Racing connections. Is there? Is that it? Yeah. yeah okay. Yeah. Nice. I snuck into the changing room and took it. So, so you yeah. stole. He gave it to me. He oh. gave it to me. <laughs> <laughs> he high five and he gave it to you. Yeah, nice. we, had a, we had a conversion shootout. I won. He gave it to me. <laughs> Mate, that is huge. That is, that is great. That is that. That is big, all big flex. net. That is all net. That? That is three points for, yeah. for, for <laughs> three points. Five. You can't three deal with points. that yeah. the name drop. Uh, yes, last yes. question, Rich Lane. Who's Rich. Yeah. Okay, here we go. What's your favourite time of the day to the minute and why? Elevenses, <laughs> surely. I do like when Magic walks over with like a digestive biscuit or something. We have a wet and warm. That's a tea or coffee for you <laughs> novices. Um, <laughs> um, probably 8am when I'm arriving on the tools or I'm just picking magic up and he's standing at the end of his lane with his thumb out <laughs> and his high vis on eating, eating a lollipop or something and I go you know what today's just going to be a good day <laughs> oh, so, go. I, this is what's he going for that three yeah, yeah three points as well Hopefully. I don't know what the scores are do you know what the scores are uh, sort of 25, 20, whatever. We're <laughs> <laughs> having too much fun. Having too much fun. And we've learned, we've learned a huge amount about you. Yeah. I think, you know, this whole, this whole sort of rugby questions, they're, they're old hat now, yeah. aren't they? Yeah. We need that. That post-match interview, you should just hit people with random questions. <laughs> <laughs> Tough yeah. today, but, but... What do you like to say about this? Yeah. <laughs> Tell me about your favourite sandwich. Yeah. <laughs> we should get some great... People would tune in. Maybe that's how rugby should oh, go. Oh, man. Oh, that, well, the, the Dan Carter, <laughs> stealing Dan Carter's jumper is, is going to stay with me. That's... Uh, that's great. I hope that's he listens to us. Yeah, that's <laughs> where that yeah, jump is. Yeah, that would be a huge listen. I love that. And uh, what did you call it? Wet and warm. Wet and warm. Wet and warm. Sorry, wet and warm. Yeah, on, like on the it. tools. Plus wet and warm. And uh, I think every Bedford Blues fan tuning in right now is 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 either probably just nodding off listening to this podcast, just <laughs> just just thinking about you Not sending sending uh, <laughs> pictures of each other in the bath uh, to you. So that's try it. Don't knock it too shy. Rich Lane and Matt Wally, uh, thank you for joining myself and Will Roberts. It's been good fun. Thank you. Thank you, thank you very much. Well, that is all we have time for on this episode of the Bedford Blues podcast. A big thank you to everyone who made it possible. The Blues are back in action this Sunday versus Saracens at the Stonex, then it's back to Golden Road to welcome the returning Richmond back up to the championship fray. Another thing to add to your diary, 12th of April. The borough once again opens its doors as per governmental guidelines. Check out bedfordrugby.co.uk for all info on the reopening. Well, for now, thank you and well done for getting through what was a certainly eye-opening episode into the world of some of our favourite boys in blue. Bye-bye for now.